Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Tea with Crema. My name is Chris. I'll be one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. What's up, y'all? Today, we are focusing on Emma and I's hair care journey. We've had a lot of development, especially in the past, like, year and a half, I would say. The the little pandemic really helped us just kind of focus in on our hair, among other things. But we'll be talking about it beyond that and kind of how we've gotten to where we are today. Before we get started with our episode, I want to check in and see what is everybody drinking. So Emma, what do you have today? So I felt like everyone's probably getting tired of me drinking water. So today I switched it up and I am drinking Gatorade. It's the zero sugar. It's the blue one. Oh, Glacier Freeze. I also just spilled it all over the floor right before this episode started. So half of it's on the floor and half of it's still in the bottle. So yeah, what are you drinking today, Chris? At Jeffrey, I hope you're keeping count of how many times she hasn't drunk tea. I'm just saying, you know, it seems like it's been a while. It's been a minute, y'all. Well, today I do have a tea. And this is from my Sips by Box from the What the Trio podcast. This one is called Love Thyself from Crooked Crows. And it is jasmine, elderflower, holy basil, ashwagandha, spearmint, passionflower, powdered coconut, and red rooibos. Wow, it sounds like it's very healing because elderberry and ashwagandha are have healing properties. I know that TikTok is like blowing up with the ashwagandha for men. It's supposed to be like very good for men. I don't know. And... Uh, elderberry everyone uses during flu season so that sounds pretty good is it delicious it's fine it'll do donkey (laughs) it's just that like there's so many like that's a lot and i don't feel like any of the one ingredients is really overpowering yeah it's just like a good white tea like done nice light refreshing it's fine is there caffeine in it i think it's light caffeine but it does say if you're pregnant nursing or taking medication (laughs) talk to your doctor before drinking this tea so what is in there I don't know. That's the tea today. That's the tea on the tea with grandma. (laughs) So as Chris was saying, we wanted to do an entire episode on hair. And hair is a very interesting topic just in the way that we interact with hair, the way that society interacts with hair. So that's going to be a different episode when Chris and I feel much more, um, what's the word for it? Academically researched, well-versed. Well-versed in our hair, because he and I have our own worldview and experiences with our own hair, but we do know that hair can be... Really political. Exactly. Like, for no reason. It really, it's just, it's on your head. Like, I don't understand how we can politicize something that's on our heads. But again, I think that we will discuss that in a later episode. So this one's really more focusing on our own personal because like we always talk about self-care on the show how we take care of our hair so we're gonna start off with what is your relationship with your hair throughout the years like starting from birth to now (laughs) from the birth this is well i think growing up for a long time i had really long hair except for You know, I had the shaved sides before it was cool to have the shaved sides. Like that was, and so like the top of my hair was really long and then the sides were cut down and it would, I would get it braided with my, my sister, however often that would happen. And then in like third grade, 
my mom got a haircut and so I got a haircut, except I cut all of my hair off. And so then it wasn't like me, obviously, like we went to a place and I got it done, but I got all of my hair cut off and it stayed short until I don't think I grew it out again until high school. And then actually, that's not true. I grew it out once in middle school. Because I remember I went to a quinceanera with really long hair, and I didn't know how to manage it very well. And so I look back at the pictures, I'm like, oh, no, I should have done that better. <laughs> um, and then not too long after that, I think I cut it again. And I grew it out at one point. I've dyed it twice, I think, overall. Once it was orange, once it, once it was bleached. I think in college, I really feel like I kept it short most of the time. I might have grown it out, like, once. And then while I was teaching... There was one year I grew it out kind of, and then this is the longest I've had it growing out consecutively in a really long time. So it's been just over a year and a half at this point of just growth. Do you feel like your hair has been like a point of expression for you? I think when it's longer, it's a point of expression. And when I keep it short, it's just a convenience thing. So when it was longer and I would dye it and then, you know, braiding it when it's longer... It can be a, a form of expression. And then even now, I think having it this long is a form of, of expression for sure. So when it's short, it's usually out of convenience. And then when it's longer, it's definitely more of expression. I like Growing up, my hair was like bone straight, like straight, straight, straight. I came out of the womb with a full head of hair. So like my sister always said that I look like Turk from Tarzan because my hair had this like weird little flippy thing too. And it just never went down. And then all of a sudden, one day it just like fell. But... It was always just like bone straight. And then, you know, like when it got too long, my mom would just chop it and we'd have a cute little bowl cut and all that stuff. And then I recently learned that every seven years, your hair changes its pattern or it can. It can change its curl pattern. It can change whatever. And so when I was going through puberty, my hair started getting super thick and it was starting to get wavy, but I just didn't know how to take care of it. And so, you know, I was still using the old raggedy, whatever, (laughs) shampoo and conditioner, whatever was on the shelf and, you know, not really looking at the ingredients and all this stuff. And so my hair was just becoming unmanageable. So I would always chop it off. And And then when I moved to California, right before I moved, I was really worried because I didn't really know how to take care of it. So my aunt worked at a salon and one of the hairdressers um, had just started doing Japanese perms, which is a straightening perm. So it's like a opposite perm (laughs) because perms usually make your hair super curly. And so they gave me a Japanese perm and those I didn't realize were super expensive, but it was super easy for me to just like wake up in the morning and go because my hair was straight. Also to clarify, just just a point of clarification. So perms only straighten or curl white people's hair. Oh, I didn't know that. It straightens black people's hair as well. What? So it opposites your curl pattern? I think so. Oh, interesting. So anyway, I got a Japanese perm. It was really easy. So my entire ninth grade year, I had like bone straight hair, like from when I was a kid. And then as my hair was growing out, though, I could tell that my curl pattern had changed. All of a sudden, I had these little curlies coming out as my hair was growing, you know, still straight. And I had the growth coming out. Someone was like, oh, wow, like you would look really nice with wavy hair and I was like you think so you know so one of those years that when you're in high school you want you know if someone says you might look nice I don't know so I decided to like stop perming it just whatever my natural hair pattern was it was going to be that and that's when I realized I had wavy hair and so like truly wavy hair but it's very not I don't even know how to word it like Polynesians have not even Polynesians Tongans have such vastly (laughs) different hair patterns 
And so my stepmom, who I was living with at the time, had such like curly hair that I was like, oh, maybe it's going to look like that. And I came and I was like, mine were so much looser. And then her sister also has really curly hair, but hers are more waves and curls. And so I was like, how am I going to take care of my hair when I get it? Like, I don't fit either of your like hair care things. And so like, I would try both of their products. Like it would like mess with my hair because I just didn't have the correct pattern. Um, And so... I think that's part of why during the pandemic, when I started seeing more people on like TikTok and Instagram talking about like their, their wavy girl journey, that's kind of when I was like, oh, maybe I can like really take care of my waves and figure out how to make it work. Your waves? My waves. Oh, I didn't realize that was something that like was coming out of TikTok. I, seems like TikTok can be a little educational every now and then. It can. It really can. But when you started trying all those different products, that's kind of when I was like, okay, let me try two. Cause let me try and like do this like whole drying method. And because before it was just like, I would just wash and dry and throw it in a bun. And if it came out nice, it came out nice. If it didn't, it was going in a bun. So it was fine. That was my go-to. So what a journey. We call that growth growth i think we should talk about like why why did you start like going through all those trials and stuff with your hair because i was growing it out and it was really dry and i just didn't like the way it felt and i don't know like my scalp didn't seem like it was super healthy either because hmm. it was it just was really dry and like the hair it was a whole thing so i was just like no something's not right here i think i can do better do people treat you differently when you have short hair versus when you have long hair no i think people comment make more comments about my hair when it's longer when it's shorter, no one really talks about my hair. It's just like... Also, it's like super close to your head. Yeah, when I get it cut, it's very short. Yeah, it's very short. There's I don't get like designs or anything in it when I get it done. Like nothing fancy. It just like is cut. So I think my hair is far more noticeable when it's grown out. And it usually takes about three or so months before people are like, wait a second. Because they'll see like a recent picture, but not... Oh, like yesterday recent. They're like, wait a second. This was you how long ago? Your hair's, your hair has done this in how much time? And so I think they know, like people notice it more. And I think I wanted to just have healthier long hair as opposed Mm. to just hair on my head that was just chilling there instead of just having hair to have hair yeah so i was like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make sure i like take care of it not even after i feel like it's always been kind of a conversation but after like the george floyd protests and things like that um you know people were coming out discussing microaggressions right Mm -hmm. and so microaggressions that people just hear or people talk about when they discuss someone's appearance and so have you felt like there were any microaggressions toward your hair overall or just recently i mean overall recently whichever typically no but again also i don't usually do anything like before recently i wasn't really doing anything fancy to my hair it was just like Mm -hmm. hair on my head so i would get like the occasional comment of like wow you have so much hair and that it is what it is Mm -hmm. um occasionally people will ask though at least most people will at least ask to touch my hair. They won't just like go for it. I've had a few people that are just like, man, your hair is so nice. Womp. And they just grab it. And I'm like, uh, I don't this get is, that. I really don't is, get that. This is weird. Why is your hand like on my scalp now? Like this is, I didn't pay you for this. Are you checking for something? Why is this happening? Um, but it doesn't. Luckily, it has not happened often to me. I don't get that many comments about it. Um, and I don't know. I guess people have hinted at making sure that like, 
it looks professional. Have they? Yeah, it's not often. It happens sometimes. It does. Where they're just like, okay, we'll just make sure, you know, it looks a little, looks combed out or, you know, has some shape to it. Things like that. Small stuff, but. Oh, interesting. And I don't think people mean anything by it. It's just kind of like. But would you tell someone who had straight hair that? You know, just like, oh, make sure it's combed out. Don't just put it in a bun today, Susan. That'd be me though. But also my bun is very unprofessional. It's not like a nice ballet bun. No, it's just a bun that's plopped on my head. There's just hair in there. Um, the kids, whenever they drop pictures of me, stick figures, I always have a bun. <laughs> so that's how often I wear it. Yeah, we're going to discuss more about like professionalism and how that, how like natural hair comes off in the workplace and people's experience about that. But again, we want to be more well-versed on that before we have this conversation because again, like we are two people. We are by no means experts. I feel like I've always taken like a very relaxed approach to my hair just in terms of like, oh, it's just hair. And I didn't realize what a privileged approach that is to have to be like, oh, it's just hair. Like my hair will always be seen as professional in whatever way I wear it because it's not, you know, whatever. And so I think that that's important to address as well is that like, the ability for me to just like cut it and be done with it or to leave it long and be done with it or to even throw it in a bun and no one's ever told me, you know, make sure you look professional today. I think that that in itself is interesting, interesting point to make. What is your favorite hairstyle that you've worn over the years? I don't think I have a singular favorite. Like my default hairstyles are short or long. Like <laughs> and it's they're both very natural looking hairstyles both ways, like long or short and very, very short. I haven't gotten it braided in a very long time. I don't know. I think I would like braids, but also they hurt. And it takes a long time too, yeah? Mm-hmm. And they require their own set of maintenance and things that I have to learn about. And I'm good on just learning about natural hair right now. And on, I feel like you just got down your natural hair, like care and styling and all that stuff. And so now to have to like switch if you do decide to get braids and figure out again, because it was, I mean, it's been a while. Like we was looking for products. We were looking for combs we were looking for reading all the reviews from all the places and then also trying to make sure that it's um what's the word i'm looking for ethically sourced Mm. and you know you're not buying from multi-bajillion dollar corporations that are just trying to make a quick buck like it's a whole it was a whole journey i can't say i'm done because it's always it's always growing and changing but always evolving mm -hmm, i've made some some growth some changes Oh, I wish I could say I have a favorite hairstyle, but I'm also the same. I like literally go from, I just chopped my hair off. And when the hairstylist was combing out my hair, she was like, oh my goodness. She was like, you got a lot of hair. And I was like, I know, I just don't know what to do with it. There's so much. And it was also just getting really hot and I'm in Texas. And so my default became just throwing it into a bun on top of my head. But it was actually like in the middle of my back. And she was like, it's actually a lot longer than I thought it was you know, being in that. And I really wanted to go like below chin because I just wanted all the hair off of my neck. And so she gave me a graduated bob. But again, like my hair is boring. It's not fun. And I also have, they call it in the industry, virgin hair. I've never had it dyed Mm -hmm. or highlighted or anything like that. And so she like chopped off a huge bunch and then she like put it on her counter. And I was like, are you going to swatch my hair? And she's like, oh, do you know about that? And I was like, yeah, my hair is also virgin. And she's like, I can feel it. You can tell when it's virgin hair. And I was like, oh, okay. So a lot of times like hairstylists will take my hair and end up swatching it because then it's also really dark so they can kind of see what it reacts to that's weird i mean it's like donating your body to science so if you ever see any swatches and you're in california <laughs> it's probably from my hair mm, they might be emma's hair oh my god 
That is wild. She said, I'm going to give you that Edna mode. That's what you're going to look like. And so it's been interesting because, again, like my hair has become curlier over the years. So now that it's shorter, it's like trying to figure out the products to put in it to keep up. Now, as it's getting longer again, want to take this approach where I start taking care of it from the time that it's short. Hopefully, it's super healthy once it gets really long. Mm-hmm. When it grows out. What is your curl pattern? I don't know. Well, not helpful for our listeners. Mm-mm. It's somewhere in the fours, I'm pretty sure. I just... <laughs> Chris and I have looked at so many different curl charts. I don't even know what mine is because it's like literally it's not wavy enough to be considered a wave, but it's not straight. Like, oh my God, it is. What I do know is that I have low porosity hair. Oh, did you do the porosity test? Mm-hmm, where you just like take a strand and you put it in the water and you see what happens. Yeah, so my hair stays on the water, like on the top of the water, like the whole time. So what does that mean? It means that it doesn't readily accept or release moisture. So isn't that good for it to not release moisture? But it's not good because it doesn't accept it either, huh? Yeah, so like it doesn't accept the product product that like it doesn't readily accept product to like make it do things but like i will say like once it has the product in there oh it stays in there it stays in there for a little minute um and then i think like sometimes so it's always been either low or i guess like medium porosity which i thought was the weirdest thing because like the hair was literally just like in the middle of the water how interesting i was like it's not gonna go all the way down but no it like so i guess that one time it stood in the middle so it's like somewhere over there mm-hmm. whereas like there are people whose hair will go like straight down and that's high porosity hair so that means it like readily accepts and release moisture like the water just be or the oh. moisture things just be going in and out and so there you just I wouldn't say, like, there's a better style or a better porosity. It's just you have to have an understanding of that so that you know what you got to do with your own hair. So someone with high porosity hair might have to leave product in a little bit longer than someone with low porosity hair or um, vice versa as far as, like, what the types of products they can use and, like, leave-ins and things like that. So I figured that out pretty quickly. I was like, okay, did the little porosity test. I have low porosity hair. Hmm. Don't know what the curl pattern is. But we do know porosity, which I feel like is also important too. But there are, Mm -hmm. like, specific products, which I've seen, that are like, oh, this is better for curl pattern three, or this is better for curl pattern four. Like, I feel like that's also super important to know. But if anyone is out there is a curl expert and would like to help us figure out what our curl patterns are, hit us up. You know, we'd be super interested. I think that would be really interesting just to see. What is your current hair care sitch? So a full hair care cycle for me is like a month long. And so like once a week, I do a wash, a condition, and an overnight leave-in. And then on the days that it's feeling particularly dry, I have like a daily moisturizer thing. So like after I get in the shower, I'll wet my hair and then put that in it, leave it overnight. And that will kind of help with like the dryness and things like that. And then once a month, I do a hair mask. Mm. Is it homemade? No. It, these are all products. I guess I've learned that you could make all of these products if you really wanted to, but I don't. So I buy them <laughs> because I just, I can't. And so that's one, two, three, four, almost six products that I use. And again, it's like a monthly cycle. And the hair mask is really nice because it leaves my hair super soft. Oh, I love that. Crazy soft. I really like it. But yeah, it's a lot of product. That is like... And then at night, like, don't you also wrap it as well? So Most nights I do, yeah. So definitely after wash nights and then on nights that I put in the moisturizing, they call it a butter, but when I put that in, I sleep with it wrapped. Um, I've tried to get better at sleeping with it wrapped most days, but sometimes I just like, we just call it a day and we just go to sleep. You know, it's also summer, so you're also not going out as often. <laughs> like, it's 
not going to work. It's fine. If it's not wrapped, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it is. Okay. I mean, I have noticed that, like, on the days that it's wrapped, it's easier to, like, style the next day and, like, do stuff with. So if I know I'm going somewhere the next day, then yes, I will definitely wrap my hair that night. But yeah, it's summer. So there have been some nights where I'm like, eh, it's fine. My hair care regimen is not as involved. Uh, you have, like, a lot of things that you have to put in your hair. So maybe I do, too. I don't know. I actually just, you know, it might be. So I found this one person on TikTok that was talking about, like, all these different products that you can put in your hair especially when you have wavy hair to like keep the waves intact because that's always been my issue is that it'll be really nice right after wash but then I'll sleep on it and then I wake up the next morning and it's just like where'd all my waves go <laughs> and so what I have had started to do was that I actually started to also only wash once a week but because I crossfit so much it has to be that I wash it every time I do crossfit because my hair holds on to oil and it makes it look really oily really quickly and so I've tried to like oh, okay I'm just gonna like rinse and then the next day my hair is like a mess so I think that's also finding a healthy balance between like how do I still care for my hair because I know that washing it every day is not good you know like that's not healthy for anyone's hair and so I also try to use products that don't have parabens in it or sulfates in it which I know that that's like in the wavy community is a very controversial topic because some people are like no you can't use any sulfates all sulfates are bad all bio blah 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 are bad um and then there's some girls who are like sometimes your hair needs it because it makes your hair look better and that's okay uh there is this like community of people called the curly girl method people and they have like all these products that they approve or don't approve of and they kind of like put out their glossary and stuff like that and so i kind of like try to look at what products they use and sometimes that products have helped and sometimes it just kind of makes my hair super dry so it's also finding that balance currently i wash and condition and then i put in a leave-in afterward <laughs> which then chris is like you're doing a lot of conditioning and i was like yeah i don't i don't actually know what i'm doing half the time but i do find when i do condition it and then i sleep on it which i also dry differently now too before i used to just like plop it in a towel but now there's like a whole method to like plopping on your hair so that it takes off the pressure from it. So I guess it's like gravity does the work and keeps the curls intact. And so when I do that, the next morning, I do tend to have better hair versus just like washing and conditioning and just air drying. So it's been a journey <laughs> trying to figure out what works best. That's why sometimes, most of the time you'll see me in a bun because, you know, it didn't work out. <laughs> tried something new and that was not the move it was not it but i did learn about like because my my aunt and my stepmom used to always like have a bottle of water in like a spray bottle and i couldn't understand what it was until i started seeing it all over you know the internet and they're like yeah you use it to refresh your curls and i was like y'all couldn't have just told me that like y'all been using this trick and y'all didn't want to tell me <laughs> you know and then you just like spray spritz, 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 and then it comes back to life like what reactivates a little bit you know when i say i was like mind blown i was like oh we've been knowing about this but you know we just don't share trade secrets i guess <laughs> mm. no one told you no one told me so rude anyway but with that with your regimen how long did it take you to come up with that regimen i started working on this regimen like last march around you know around the time of the the start of the pandemic when we didn't have there wasn't much else going on and so it was just like researching now granted like you know we were still working it was still really difficult but you know, you couldn't go anywhere. So I was like, okay, well. So I was researching and doing all that stuff. Because at the time, your boy was using, like, Dove. What? At least I was using, like, the two products. Oh, not the two-in-one? That two-in-one be. That one be messing up your hair. 
I wasn't using the two in one. Um, I have historically used that, um, but I wasn't at this time. You were adulting. <laughs> I had two bottles, okay? <laughs> two bottles. And so I was like, man, my hair just like, this isn't it. It's really dry. Like it just, this can't keep being the move. And so I was starting to do research. And so I think the next brand that I tried after that was Shea Moisture, I think is the one. And so I was like, okay, well, let's, let's start here. I've, I've seen my sister use this brand. I've seen other people use it before. Like, let's start there. And so there was a bit of an improvement with that. And then I was also, so that's when Shemaine from Ivy Grace recommended a leave-in conditioner that, that she uses and that I think a friend of hers produces. So that was an example of someone who like makes their own product. And so that's how I know you can do it. I just wasn't going to. So using those three things, I started like figuring out leave-in conditioners and then started playing around with like timing and like how many times a week do you do each of the things and like in what order. And so figuring all that out was a whole experience. And then I, you know, ran out of the Shea Moisture and was like, I don't think I'm going to buy this again. It was okay. It just wasn't my, I feel like there's other things I could try that might be get a little bit better. That's when I tried Pattern, the Tracy Ellis Ross lineup of products. And it just, that one didn't work for me. The shampoo was a little too harsh. And then the leave-in conditioner was not good. I did not enjoy it. It did not, I felt like it wasn't doing anything for my hair at all. So overall, I was like, nah, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave this whole brand be. It works for someone else. It just is not for me. I was stuck between either trying Carol's Daughter or Thank God It's Natural. And I went with Thank God It's Natural, mostly because Carol's Daughter doesn't smell good. Oh, yeah. So that's also the thing, too, is that Chris doesn't like the smell of coconut. And Carol's Daughter, the main one is coconut based. And I think a lot of them are like coconut notes. I forgot about that. You're right. And yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it came down to smell and I went with thank God it's natural and it's been really fine. And, you know, doing like the base level research, just making sure like the all of the product, blah, 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 the parabens and the sulfates and all that other stuff, trying to avoid those for the most part. And I think that's the one that I've been using the most consistently. Like I when I ran out of that product, I went and bought more of that product. Oh, Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew. I was like, okay, this is a sign. And then they have the one thing that I do like, I don't like mixing products from different brands. I know some people do that. Personally, it's just not for me. I don't know what it is. It's probably all in my head. I just don't like to do it if I don't have to. So they have all of those products that I mentioned, the wash, the, the shampoo, the conditioner, the leave-in, the daily butter, and the mask is all the same brand, which is really nice because I feel like it just... There's not a, like a conflicting smell or anything like that. Like it all just kind of works together really well. And so that is what I'm doing right now with all of those products. And I feel like I have my hair is really, it's really nice. It's a lot softer than it was. Um, it's not as dry. Super healthy too. I was like, it's not dry most of the time, honestly, unless I like forget to do something crazy for a long time. But yeah, like people have said that it looks healthier. It looks softer. It feels softer. I'm telling you, when I put that mask on and took it off, I was like, Oh my gosh. I think you had actually like, you had done it and you're like, feel my hair. I was like, I'm not touching your hair. And you're like, I'm giving you permission to touch my hair. Do it. It was like, it was crazy soft. So yeah, no, it's been a year of growth and learning and trying stuff out and just kind of hoping for the best. But I think as of right now, unless there's some like miraculous firsthand account of someone who has similar hair to me, who's like, no, this is the product. I don't see a reason to change at this time. So a year. 
And that's my my regimen product lineup. Yeah. So at TGIN, please sponsor us because your boy loves your products. I feel like when you were like switching products, I was also, you know, buying new products. I haven't found one that I like truly love except for that random time we went to Albertsons. that random one and I have not been able to find it since and so that was probably my favorite one out of all the things and I can't even remember the name to tell you like oh this was the product I just know it by the bottle (laughs) and it's like almost like bootleg uh diva curl if anyone knows what diva curl is (laughs) and it literally looks just like that and I cannot find it anymore but I recently switched to OGX which I used to use before like all of this and I realized that they had like a fine curl line which I was like maybe that's my hair but it dried my hair out so that was not the move for me but I still have not found a product that I'm like super sold on I was telling Chris about like oh my gosh when I leave for Japan like am I going to be able to find hair products because most of the population there has very straight hair what am I going to do so that's also been a struggle is trying to figure out what I like enough that I I feel like I can take it abroad (laughs) which I feel like part you won't know until you get there and you figure out like what products are available right exactly so it's kind of one of those things where it's like i do want to be at least comfortable for the next couple of months in whatever hair care regimen i'm currently using and then you know when we have to when we get there we'll get there (laughs) okay last question what is the one thing you love most about your hair it's just a lot of fun it's a lot of work i've learned doing all this but I don't, I just feel like the look, how flexible it can be, like what I can do with my hair now. I just, I enjoy it overall. So it's just something that I've really come to appreciate. Like before it was truly just like a, okay, now wash your hair because you got to cut your hair because you have to. But I've truly like, okay, I've learned how to truly like care for and then appreciate my hair. And it's also like, it's a form of self-care your regimen takes you however long it takes you and that is time that you have to set aside for yourself to you know focus on your hair i think something i love about my hair is that it has not decided to fall off of my head even though i treat it so badly (laughs) like it has been very nice to me even when i don't take care of it you, you know when it shouldn't be nice to me but i have i think my relationship with my hair ever since starting you know on this hair care journey has definitely changed like i again like similar to you I don't think of it as just like oh it's just hair you know like your hair can be a form of expression it can be a form of like revolution to some people and so recognizing that and like being more cognizant of the way that I either interact with my hair take care of my hair and be just a lot more mindful about the things that I'm putting on my hair has been interesting so far so a journey a journey any final thoughts on your hair care journey again if anyone has like that miracle product like you know my pictures are on the social media if you're like "Mm, i got the product for you let me know i don't know i can't guarantee i'll try it out but i will accept your okay i don't have any final thoughts either but yeah if y'all have any hair care tips that you would like to share with the world or share on our podcast let us know and we'll get there but as you all know as we end the tea with crema we always end with a rapid rapid fire fire question you can go first okay great let me remember what my it's always one of those like i've been really good at finding them like out Mm. in the world Mm -hmm. and then i forget them I don't write them down. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to remember this question. And it usually comes from like Twitter or something. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, never mind. I have one. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What was the worst 
hairstyle you have ever had like just the one that you wish there were no pictures of that people never saw that never happened what is that one hairstyle so i used to have this really bad habit of sleeping with gum in my mouth and so like the couple of times it would happen like we would just go to my aunt's salon and she would take it out there was one time though that it happened as i was taking a nap and we were on our way to a family dinner my grandma was with us my grandma literally just took the scissors and cut it just cut that chunk of hair out so your girl had a missing chunk i don't think there's any pictures of it i might be able to find some but i've never had a cut where i'm like what 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 were they thinking (laughs) you know that was the one though because oh and then i used to also cut my hair on my own because i don't know why children do that but it's a thing apparently and so yeah that's also up there too because my aunt would then have to go and fix it and obviously she would make it look nice but that was probably my worst one was when I was missing a good chunk of hair because my grandma just went in with the not even like like scissors like the craft scissors and was like we gotta go and she just chopped it off said it's gone so yeah oh, no what about you have to fix this later mm-hmm <laughs> I think the worst hairstyle I had was in middle school when I didn't understand how to dye my hair properly. And so I was like trying to go blonde. And so I thought that the color that you get on the box is the color that it like makes your hair come out. Oh no. And I didn't realize that like that's from like light brown-ish at the darkest. And like my hair is pretty much black, right? So I didn't realize that like to get it to do other colors, you have to like bleach it. <gasps> And then dye it the other colors. So then it came out this like really terrible like orange color. Oh, so when you said you had orange hair, was it it was an intentional orange? No, it was very accidental. So it was almost like a like I almost looked like I was truly red, like red haired. Like it was orangey red. It was Yeah, that was a statement there. I hope we have pictures of that. I hope we can post it. I think there's like one. There's probably like one somewhere. Okay. I probably have to ask made your mom it private. It. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, you're on a deserted island and you can only bring one product with you. What hair product? What hair product are you bringing with you? Oh, if it's a hair product, I guess it would be shampoo. So at least it's clean. It's obviously I don't need to style it, but like it's not, it's, it'll be clean at least. It'll be clean. <laughs> I was thinking in my head, I was like a brush. I would make sure I had a brush. We're going to get them leaves. Anything to clean it. I don't have anything to condition it. Honestly, if I had to pick a product, though, it would probably be conditioner. It keeps your hair soft. And you know, some people believe by the no poo method. Again, it's clarified shampoo, but (laughs) it'd be out there. So I don't know. Thank God I'm on an island and no one can find me. At this point, like, just leave me there. Don't don't even show up. Do not try to help me. I am okay. Do not record my rescue. Do not bring cameras. (laughs) Just rescue me in private. In private. I'm dead. Things I don't need. People waiting when I get back. Like, oh man, he got rescued from this island. Why did you bring these cameras <laughs> now my trauma is also on camera for everyone this is insane no move where can people find the podcast you can find our podcast on instagram and twitter at the tea with crema if you'd also like to buy us a cup of tea you can support us on venmo at the tea with crema you can find us anywhere that you can stream any of your podcasts and so we hope to see you next time bye, bye.